Alright, and we thought it'd be fun here on Zero Coverage to bring on Beep, who famously watches no football whatsoever, to go zero ahead football, and zero coverage. pick against our way too early wagers. Uh, so, Beep, our first game of the week features the Cowboys and the Eagles in a match of who's more for real for realer. Who do you got? What's the line? What, uh, what did the line end up being in this cap? I think it was the Eagles are favored in it by like... Well, the, the normal line is beep, don't know, bleep. Um, but I figured we got to get that line in there at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. beep, beep, don't know, bleep. That, that's, a, that's, a, that's a nice throwback there, Capo. <laughs> there you go. Um, Eagles, uh, I think we were making up the lines as we went along. We um, made up the Eagles one, but we did, we did have the Chiefs and Bills one. The Chiefs and Bills one was Chiefs, I think at negative one. So the Cowboys are plus six and a half? Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Um, man, I... As a former Cowboys absolute hater, it's going to absolutely destroy me to take them, but... Nah, I can't do it. Can't do it. Eagle, Eagles minus six and a half. Okay, Beep's got Eagles. Okay, Beep. Second game, Beep, is Bills in Kansas City, I believe. And then the Chiefs, what we had on Sunday was Chiefs were like, I think it was negative one. So I've got, minus I've got, one. Chiefs, I've got Chiefs minus two and a half here. I'm going to take the Chiefs plus, or plus two and a half. Chiefs plus two and a half. There we go, Chiefs two and a half. All right, and then our last game is the actually no we actually we ended up making a four games my my bad we also have Ravens Giants that one I don't I don't remember what it was Ravens Giants Ravens are minus five and a half Capo can't do it I'm gonna go Giants plus five and a half Ooh. and then the last game was Jets Packers where we all took the Jets collectively. Give me Packers minus seven and a half. There we go. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. We're more like... Okay. Now we have that there settled. This has been Beep Count on Lower After Hours Zero Coverage. Picking against the pod. Capo's rolling up. I got a pack a bowl. And we're back with another riveting episode of Zero Coverage. With you is the Legion of Zoom. That's right, it's the buddies talking tutties. Zero Coverage gang tonight, we got Barrett out in Duval. Duval. We got our boy Ed Bob out in God's country. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Getting ready for some Sunday night football, getting ready for them Cowboys. We got Capo. Capo, are you on the ground right now? Yep, on the, on the ground, my uh, phone stayed in my hand a little too long, uh, and it needs a, I need a good charge. Okay. Um, so. All right. How are we doing today in Fantasy Cap? Oh, we're we do, we doing pretty well. The leagues that I'm 4-1 or 5-0 and in uh, continue the winning streaks, and in the leagues that I'm 2-3 and three in, I continue to suck balls. Um, you know. Can I say that? Absolutely terrific. And the leader of the Legion of Zoom, of course, out in Brooklyn, 
We got Ant. Ant, how you doing this fine football weekend? I'm doing fantastic. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. But we'll get that to later on this evening. Yes, we will. So to later. Yes, we will get that on to later. Uh, let's get into a little uh, fantasy talk here today. In our league, does it, is Auto Drought just a team that is a ghost team? Like we needed one team to fill out the league, or is Auto Drought actually a team? Whoa! Yeah, they were. Um, I forgot who it was, but I had them last week, and whoever it was just auto drafted. And that's why that's why it's called that's why it's auto draft. That's why that's the name. They just auto drafted just to to fill space in our league, and mm. they were not making any adjustments. I think they had DeAndre Swift in last week, which okay. is what helped me get to the dub because he did not play. So yeah. you can Funny tell enough, how DeAndre, yeah DeAndre Swift and Derrick Henry are on bye weeks and they're they're in. So yeah, you can tell how important this league is to him. Mm-hmm. Or her. Okay. I don't or them. Don't know who. Don't know who it is. Because I'm like at a 98 win percentage right now, and I'm pretty you know, I'm pretty stoked on that, if I if I must say so myself. Uh so real quick. First down. Getting into first down talk here. Chiefs Bills just ended. Woo! And it looks wow. like the, so and Bills. it looks like the only person in our way too early wagers, because this was one of the games we picked last week. Uh to win this was Capo. Capo really wanted to pick the Chiefs, but he picked the Bills, took them on the over. Myself, Ant, and Beep all took the Chiefs. So we all, you know, uh, as Cap would say, suck some balls on that. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, but, um, you know, yeah, I guess I mean, just... he just meant it in like a derogatory term. Maybe they're like sour balls or like, you know, sweaty yeah, I mean, ones. No... So that's where it's like a bad, like you don't want to suck on the, that kind if you're for anybody. Whoever is doing the sucking of the balls is it's they're probably miserable because nobody likes to do it. I mean, if they like to do it, good for them. But I'm, I don't think there's anybody. Some, there's, I think there's people that do like to do it. Let's not male, judge. Yeah, male or female, they're they probably don't. I mean, it is close to the asshole, but that's a whole different kind of. This talk sounds name. like a Let's... hygiene thing. Capo, I feel like Capo doesn't clean himself if he doesn't. Like he, he's <laughs> sitting here being done... like, "How are people gonna like this?" Well, We've because it's a thing, Capo. <laughs> We've already done that podcast. It's a gag. <laughs> We've already, I've already told everybody I use the rag, but I also use soap by itself. I was on both sides because I didn't want to leave anybody, you know, out to dry. That's a good friend right there. You're a good man, Cap. That's why we love you so much. He's but yeah, so the, the Chiefs, I thought the Chiefs were actually going to have it. They looked like they were playing confident. They finally got the receivers out in space and got the receivers a couple tutties and not just the halfbacks and the tight ends. You know, Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, he looked great. He looked amazing. He was awesome. He was shutting tackles. He was getting yak. Like, he was everywhere today. He was absolutely a yaktory by himself. That man Juju was out here doing his thing that they brought him in to do. Absolutely. You saw him on the sideline spin three guys off the floor? Strong body. That boy was out there putting in work. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Couldn't agree more. I I love the analysis. I love the analysis. Strong body. Woo! Woo! Strong body. I'm telling you what. You got a couple strong bodies in the league. I mean, he's not you know, the typical strong body. He's not a Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill, AJ mm-hmm. Brown type, 
but he Debo Samuels, you know, he's not one of those, but he might be second tier strong body after this performance. What it what it is is it's the combination of the strength that he does have with the body type he has. He's he's tall he's a little bit taller and bigger than like guys like Tyreek, where Tyreek is more like a solid muscle type base where he's a little guy with all that solid muscle. Low low you to know, the, the ground. Yeah, the low fact center that, gravity. That, center gravity. That Juju's got that up. that bigger upper body muscle because he, he's a bigger guy, he can just you know show people with the good like shoulder. Like an Allen Robinson type. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. like yeah, he's mm-hmm. a bigger frame. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see Robbie Anderson today? Oh, that was insane. Yeah. Absolutely freaking out. I didn't like that. I didn't I didn't like how everybody <laughs> was 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 you know trying to compare it to Antonio Brown and whatnot. This is not I, the same situation. Not the I same did. situation. Antonio Brown left the field on his own accord. He was on some crazy shit. This one, you know, was what's his name? Steve Wilkes. He's the 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 interim head coach, I believe. Steve Wilkes. Salute yep. Steve Wilkes because he didn't get his chance in Arizona, and then they went and hired Kingsbury, and we see where they're at right now. I mean, Kingsbury is not that guy, but anyway, Steve Wilkes got one year as the black coach. I don't like mm-hmm. it, but that's not what we're talking Typical. about right now. Typical. That is not what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. What we're talking about is Robbie Anderson. And I just don't like how they compared the two. I mean, yes, yeah, the same, I guess it's the same situation. Them leaving before the game is over, but Robbie got sent off the field, whatever he said, whatever he did, he got sent off the field. AB just left. He left his teammates out to dry and that's completely different. So it I don't, is. I don't like comparing the two at all. It is totally different. I will say. Thank you for that. That's astute. Wait, real quick. That was a astute analysis, Ed Bob. Very well said. And got uh, phlegm smells bad. Were you trying to do a Woody Page thing there with the uh, with your whiteboard? <laughs> Salute you Woody Page. That's absolutely an homage to him on PTI. No, did you did you did you hear? Wait, Barrett. Did you hear the most recent LTC? Uh, probably not. I'm like, I'm like a week fuck behind Woody on Page listening to Levitard right now. All the time say fuck Woody Page. There you no, go. yeah, because on the on the most recent LTC, which just dropped today. Okay, so that would, yeah. What you, did Woody Page do? No, but uh, Ed Bob, like Ed, Ed, Ed put him on his top five broadcaster list of broadcasters who needs to go down. So I mean, Tim. But Tim it's really Porsche, funny because it's sure, spelled but... backwards. That's what that's what I'm appreciating about it. He's oh, using yeah. the, the Zoom mirror feature hold on don't use it you're good woody woody page is my guy uh, I, I don't like woody pages i don't i just don't i don't like his energy i don't like his vibe i'm just not a fan no like i ain't got nothing against woody page personally salute to woody page i <laughs> yes. just don't fuck with him okay. yes i was gonna say I was, <laughs> woody page i just hate him i was gonna say that yeah. at the very end salute, that, salute yeah, to that yeah, man yeah, yeah. Salute to Woody Page. I just don't fuck with Yeah, salute to, to Woody. So, uh, oh, man, I thought I really thought that the Chiefs were going to have it. Ed, Bob, what were you saying that, you know, he could march down the field in 13 seconds, but with 64, he ain't got it? Get it. Get out well, what you have to say. Just, get, what do you, how do you feel about Mahomes in this game? I'm just upset because, honestly, I'm on the Billy Gill train, okay? I'm not, I'm not sold with the Bills. And if we're being honest, it's only because Josh Allen is just – I'm not going to say he's not good. The dude has improved. He's great. Okay. I'll give him his, his due. Wait, it's not a fan. Bear, go back you to see the that hurdle? Bear, I go feel back like he jumped like eight feet in the air with that fucking hurdle at the end of the, mm-hmm. at the, end of the Bear, game. Go back that to your Woody Page unnecessary. sign. That's how you get hurt. That's bullshit. Why are you hurtling right there? Protect and he will. Yourself. Don't he do will. stuff like that. Because Bear, go back to your sign, please. Nobody is, is talking about Josh Allen the way that they talk about Lamar Jackson or Cam Newton, or any other black running quarterback. They're not talking about him like that, and I don't know why. 
because oh, yeah. he's doing the he's doing the same exact things. He's running. He's he's out there dangerous. But nobody's talking about him like RG three and Lamar Jackson. Like, oh, he's gonna get hurt and he shouldn't play like that and this and that. They hype it and they size it. And Lamar Jackson out here fighting for his life by himself, and they treat him like he ain't won an MVP or anything. Mm-hmm. And what has Josh Allen done? Hey, he wants a, I, he won a playoff yeah, game, but where's his MVP it, at? I told Buck him he's in buck kiss. I love Don't you, Ed, me in with those pundits. I'm just saying, I'm the voice of the black quarterback. I'm not here for this overhype of the white. No, I'm with you. That's a stupid ass play to make, regardless of who you are. I'm just, I don't want to be lumped in with those pundits. I want to make sure. Like Lamar, he 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 protects himself. He goes, he gets out of bounds. He 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 does what he's got to do. But but still, oh, I don't know if you can win like that. I don't know if you can win like that. Uh, Maybe you could win like that if you gave him some fucking receivers to throw to, like Josh Mm -hmm. Allen. Like Mm -hmm. he got a number one, and Lamar don't even have a number two. I'm sorry. Does he even have a number three? He got a tight end. Yes. He got the best tight end in the league. He does have the best tight end in the league. That's true. It, it oh. seems like it seems like Baltimore always has the best tight end in the league. Salute Todd Heap. Oh. Todd, yeah, Todd, Todd Heap. Heap. I mean, Ken Sharp was there for two years. Well, a year. Uh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll get into Ravens talk when we get to uh, whatever down is uh, for real, for real. Third down. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, so that, that's going to be coming up. But uh, with with some of the our other way too early wagers, because I guess Ravens and Giants is one, and we're going to talk about that down the line. The one that we all did good on, except for Beep. Beep chose the Packers here. The Jets. We all Capo Ant myself. We all called the Jets taking it to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. He's nothing but a glorified game manager. I'm. Making that solidified here and now. He's past his prime. He's old. Get Aaron Rodgers out of here. Not even going to win the division this year. It's the Vikings division now with that pathetic excuse for a quarterback, Kirk Cousins, which we all know I've already said enough already with him. So we all chose the Jets, J-E-T-S. Jets, 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 baby. Yeah, no, I mean, I said this last week that if we saw, like, you know, Aaron Rodgers, 35 Rock, It'd be same old Jets, but for the once it wasn't, it wasn't. And I, I, you know, you talked about this last week. The Jets have some players on offense. They have playmakers, which we haven't had in a really, really long time. Brees Hall is the real deal in the backfield. Love Brees Hall. And then you got a defense. You got a defense where you got young guys who are just like, I'm going out to make plays. Sauce Gardner, even they just they see the ball. They're like, we're getting it. Even 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 something as simple as blocking that field goal. It's just momentum plays that they've been making all season. I mean, I'm just as a Jet fan, I'm just so very happy that we've got someone, we've got something competitive going on. Well, did you Uh, see? Did you see what Sauce Gardner did with the cheese head? The cheese head after the game. Yeah, Alan Lazard went and hit it off his head. Yeah, (laughs) I like like cheese sauce. There was also there was also Jets fans right there, and they did the Lambo leap. That's that's incredible. I'm so here for the. The disrespect to, to eat everybody's uh, traditions. Yeah, because because all those Jets fans were right there at the wall. So when they got, I think it was the the pump block return for the touchdown. He ran right to them and Lambo leaped into the Jet fans that were right there. That was sick. Yeah, it was. I am not okay? ready like you are to say Aaron Rodgers is done, but certainly no, I think done. we, we, we show no. he's really he's missing Devonta Adams. Yeah, he he needs a receiver. He, he needs, you know, like there was like three or four drops by the rookie receivers that he has today. Um, that's every you know, that's every week. That's been yeah. every week. 
three that or four just, huge drops by, I mean, by rookie you see receivers. Like, like one of the best plays of the game was that pass he threw Lazard where the receiver was double covered. He had the, he had a corner behind him, he had the safety over the top and Aaron Rodgers was able to place it right there. But there was like three other plays where if you could have had a receiver who could have made the catch, it would have been, it could have been a much different game. Um, so I'm not ready to say Rodgers is done like, like you are their pal, but I'm so happy Cooked. as a Jeff fan because, uh, because this is, I mean, I was hoping, well, I mean, I don't like the bills, but we were, we were right on the doorstep of first place, but unfortunately the bills. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Rogers is cooked. I, I truly think that not having a number one receiver in this day and age is like not having a number one running back back in the day. Like in this passing game, you need a legitimate number one receiver. Like Cooper well, Cup yeah. is a great receiver, but Cooper Cup alone is not helping the Rams with their, with their game because he's not a legitimate number one outside receiver who can stretch the field and then do everything else. He's not that guy. And you need a legit number one receiver in his day and age. Again, go back to Buffalo for a second. Buffalo's got two number one receivers. Basically you've got Diggs and and Davis. And and that Josh Allen switch came as soon as they got, as soon as they signed Diggs, they signed Diggs. Diggs Diggs is, is the MVP of Buffalo, not Josh Allen. Yeah. And, and and thank you, Barrett, for the trade um, in fantasy for giving me digs. Barrett, what that, the fuck? No, I didn't what? give. I didn't give him no, no, digs. No, 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 no. I did not give him digs. He sent me a trade offer for uh, Metcalf and Kamara, and then I didn't respond to it. So he sent me another one with Ingram involved as well. So I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll take Kamara, his handicap." And DK for digs, and it didn't turn out this week. But come on, now we don't need to jump down my throat. No, I'm just excited I think that we I have absolutely digs. need to jump jump down your throat. You, you no, digs, digs. Look, I made a good trade. That's a solid trade. You got two starters for one side. It was a great trade. I'm just excited that I got digs. Ed Bob's looking at me like he doesn't even know what's going on right now. Like I just, I'm not even like. I, I'm not mad. You got what you needed, but honestly, Ant won the trade. He got the value. Well, I Kamara mean, unless, hasn't been what, anything this this year, and what, neither has Ingram. So, like, I mean, if Kamara hasn't been anything, nah, what the Ingram's hell is Ingram just doing? The, Ingram's just the handicap. Ingram's the handicap. Uh, yeah, be fair, he's just to the be hand, fair, yeah. has a pretty good has had a pretty good year. He's not a number one, but he has it been better than Tyler Locke. They're about the same. They're about the same. They're about the same. They're both getting like. 12 to 15 points. Yeah, salute to Gino because that boy. <laughs> That's what I'm up. saying. Like, in salute Gino, I trust. Gino. Like, come on yeah. now. I'm sorry we got off track, but Gino deserves it. No, I did not make okay. a bad trade. You well, didn't you know make what? a bad trade at all. Believe me, I was regretting the trade this morning. And then I was like, well, we'll go with it and we'll see what happens. And, you know, I I'm guess still going to lose today. And I'm still yeah. going to be in last place in our league, Barrett. So it's not like. You Shit, know. I might be in last place, bro. I'm not. Kappa might have good. something to say about that too. Is this Stupox? Which league are we talking about? The wacky league or the Stupox league? The Stupox six man league is crazy. That <laughs> I have not been keeping up with that league at all. Crazy. <laughs> that is insane. Everybody's team is stacked. It's Everybody like, does. and yeah. you got defense. You have to fill out an entire defense. Like, I got people. <laughs> yes, whatever. Shout like, out to Stupox. Oh Shout out to Stupox because that league is. Unlike any other, is it wackier than the wacky league? It's wack. It's it way it's wackier on par. than the wacky. It is because with six teams, you are yeah. so, your team is re- like 
there are people like you could drop three guys and pick up three guys and not miss a beat in the league because you just so much good I talent. Miss, we have wide. two quarterbacks. I have Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts on my team. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the draft. So I was on auto I did draft. too. My team was Me auto too. I'm auto too. draft. <laughs> That's no, a good auto draft. Menage I draft. <laughs> I ended up with two of the best tight ends in the league. Waller and Pitts. I don't I don't get it, but I'm also in last place, but I am beating Ed Bob today. Let's go. Oh, damn, I have to check. I haven't checked today. <laughs> I think I think it, it pretty much looks like I'm guaranteed to, to pull the victory out, unless you have a crazy night with somebody. Hold on, Jalen. Jalen about to play. You never know how Jalen's going to do. Jalen, I need a big game out of A.J. Brown. Is a is a second down just going to be fantasy talk? Can we just make that a thing? Because we got Lobo's updates we're getting into right now. Second down and nine. Dude, this fantasy league, the wacky league with the punter and the head coach, all that shit. I am sucking in that league. How are y'all doing? <laughs> I'm I, honestly, I was doing okay until uh, Tua went down. Because I was on, a, I was on a little bit of a heat ski, but then I just put, I just made some trades right now, so I just got some quarterbacks. But uh, if you guys are looking, if anybody needs a quarterback to fill out their second offensive player slot, you know, talk to me because I've made two, I made two trade offers, hoping I would get one of them back. And Beep and Juju both pulled the trigger, and they both accepted my trade, so I got two quarterbacks <laughs> now. Nice. Um, okay, I might need, I might need one of those. Yeah, Aaron so Rodgers is not doing it for me. Yeah, so if you need somebody who needs who gets nonsensical yards, like I didn't play Carson Wentz last week, and he had like over four hundred points, and that would have won me last week's game. So there's you know that going on. Barrett, is your friend there? My chief's friend is here, and he does not want to get a takeoff. On the he's sad. Is that Dan? And he's that is, is that, that Dan? is Dan. That is absolutely Dan. He's a Chiefs fan, low key. Y'all didn't know that. He looks exactly like Dan. But yeah, Crazy. I asked him if he wanted to get on the pod, and he said, fuck no. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't want, yeah. Yeah, I mean, fair, least, yeah and I said, fair, fair enough. enough. I won't <laughs> be on At least forever. they didn't get yeah. blown out like last year, honestly. Omaha! Sorry. <laughs> the Chiefs could have got blown out like, like Buffalo did them last year, so at least mm-hmm. it was a decent game, well, just like a shitty end. Yeah, and they had, a bunch of, they had a bunch of rookies. They had like a bunch of young players out there. And at defensive corner. coverage at, at corner and just in their, you know, in their, and that so. Hamilton cat didn't look bad though. Mm-hmm. The rookie, he looked pretty fucking decent. I, I can't lie. Neither, they were in that game. So Williams. yeah, they didn't, they, I think come playoff time when the stakes are higher, I think Mahomes can pull another one out of his ass, to be honest. Yeah, they're, they're rookie Williams. He got beat for like two touchdowns, but I mean, he was even on that, that's that last touchdown to Diggs. Like he was in, he was in good coverage. He was there. It's just, Josh Allen and Diggs are better. You know who fucking sucks and got beat today? Shaq Griffin. That motherfucker is about to be out of the league. I swear to God. I'm so over seeing him get beat. Like, these Jags corners, ugh, it's it's so upsetting. Man, so I picked up the Rams defense. We're not talking about the Jags? Is that not happening? Okay. Dude, we can talk Jags. No, we, we can just do, keep do, it you, moving. Do, well, we're talking a little fantasy, too. So, um... Well, we're in second down was about fantasy, Barrett. So the, what if you, what do you guys think would be a fair trade offer for Tyree Kill? People keep in a league I'm in. People keep begging me for Tyree Kill. 
And unless they send me like, you know, the deed to their house, I'm not trading Tyreek Hill. Yeah, they need to send you like two future firsts. You need Alvin Kamara and DK Metcalf. No. <laughs> you need two starters for, for giving up Hill. So there's there's uh, ESPN uh, fantasy experts in this league. Um, Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Pick up and that I'm, name. How'd you Capo. get in this league, Cap? Whoa. Look at me, Louie. Right? That's what I'm saying. Mm. Like, whoa. Okay, Cap. Get him on the pod? Well, uh, one, one – uh, <laughs> Uh, we might hey, have somebody on the pod that uh, can can be a little fantasy expert. Um, we can talk about that later. Um, but anyway, Field Yates um, follows me on Instagram. Should I should I uh, get that going? Well, he, oh I, yeah, he, he blocked me. Mm, okay, so maybe not. <laughs> so, no, Kappa, how do you get blocked by the nicest guy ever? I have no idea. What did you do? What did you do? <laughs> you had to do something. To yeah, it. like, come it has, on. It has to do with Lamar, or it has to do with maybe D.C., because I think he was, like, right around of D.C., so he could have said something, and I could have just been doing stupid funny. You know, that was probably a little mean. Um, but, like, it's not like I got blocked by Ryan Clark because I called him a cheap shot bitch. Um, <laughs> that was probably <laughs> No, that, that, hey, that hit by Ryan Clark was completely clean all those years ago. The loop to Ryan Clark. I love that hit. On Willis McGahee, oh, man. Yep. Willis McGahee looked like Tua. Yes, I remember seeing that real time. That was so crazy because they were both on the ground looking like Tua. Oh, man, he, he destroyed multiple players. But I just – the first opportunity I had to say that to him, I did. And you got I, to. He blocked, he blocked mm -hmm. me right away. So, you know, good good – Good shot by him. Mm. <laughs> it happens. It, it does happen, Cap. So, uh, so speaking of salutes, let's get into a little, uh, I guess, third down territory here. We're bumping some stuff around. We're bumping. We're grinding. We're moving. Let's talk. Penalty on second and nine. I don't think we're at third down yet, right? Okay, so penalty and second and nine. Replay the down. Okay, that, that, that's fine. That's fine. Let's talk a little How college football. How did Capo's audio go back to being what it was before? He just sounded like he was underwater again. I thought he fixed all that. Yeah, hold on. What's going on? Uh, we he, he knows that we like it better when it's underwater. So. Nah, it shouldn't be. It's okay I if forgot, it is, Cap. I forgot Mike Tirico was on Sunday Night Football. Fuck Mike Tirico. Oh, mother – that motherfucker. So after we do, we did our show, you know, the other night we were talking about it. Saturday morning, I wake up fan fest for a, a different type of football, and who do they? Who are they fucking interviewing? Mike Tirico. It's seven thirty in the morning, and I'm like, fuck Mike Tirico. Like, there's nobody else in the house, and like, like what the fuck's going on? And I'm just yelling, fuck Mike Tirico out loud. Yeah, so about him. He deserves it, you know. Uh, uh, but salute Mike Tirico nonetheless. Speaking of salutes, again, no, let's get... no, 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 no salute to Mike Tirico. It's fuck Mike Tirico with no salute. Okay, fuck no, Mike Tirico. No due respect. With no due respect. With no due respect, fuck Mike Tirico. But let's get into some Still Saturday salutes. Still trying to segue into God the salutes, though. Damn it! Let's somebody get into Saturday salutes. The shuffle pass for the salutes. <laughs> All right, go ahead, pal. <laughs> pal, what you, yeah, pal, what were you saying? Saturday salutes. Ready, set, put.
Saturday salutes. It's time for Ed Bob Saturday salutes. Saturday salutes. Let's presented by Blue Wire. Thank you for your service to all of these gentlemen and teams who are about to be named here in Saturday salutes because I'm saluting all of you. All right. Pick up the pace because you have music under this. All right, here, here's the here's the plot twist. We're going to start Saturday Salutes out on a Friday, okay? We're starting out here on Friday on the in the game, the Navy Midshipmen against the SMU Mustangs, okay? And the only reason I'm shouting out this person is strictly because of his name. This is the fullback for Navy. His name is Dabba Fofana. Ooh, that's a good football name. Dabba Dabba Fofana 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 Dabana Fofana 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 I'm telling you. Dabba Fofana. And this boy, he is thick. He's the fullback for the Navy Midshipmen, and he went for 21 carries and 61 yards. I mean, they lost to SMU, but that's okay. Dabba Fofana, that boy. All right, now on to Saturday. Syracuse, number 14. They beat the curse. Beat the curse, they, they did. Salute Jeanette. Coach Dino Babbers was on God Bless Football, but his team, they ended up taking out NC State, number 23, to remain undefeated. Mm-hmm. Salute to them. Salute to the Orange. Mm-hmm. Next, we're moving on to the TCU Horn Frogs, and they defeated Oklahoma State in double overtime to stay undefeated. And what we're doing Ooh. here today is giving Ooh. out a double salute. Okay, oh, no. TCU's fake. No, 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 no. But there's one boy no, on there no, that's no, for no, real, no. for real. We are giving out a double salute to no. wide receiver number one, Quentin Johnston. Ooh. And yes, I said, I said Johnston, not Johnson. Okay, get it right. Last week against Kansas, number 19, Kansas, he went for 14 receptions and 206 yards and a touchdown. And this week he followed it up. This week he followed it up again with eight receptions, 180 yards, and one touchdown. What a game. Salute to Quentin Johnston, the GOAT, okay? I'll give it to Johnston for sure. I'm not trying to take away salutes from him, but TCU's fake. They're anyway, not for real. I don't know. They took out They're Oklahoma. Not out here. We'll get into it Oklahoma with Pals PCS here in a second. Start. Next, we have the matchup of the ages: the cat versus the dog. Number twenty-two, Kentucky Wildcats. They defeated Mike Gundy and them boys, the old Miss Bulldogs, twenty-seven to seventeen. And let me tell you, that boy Chris Rodriguez Jr. CRJ, he had himself a game. 31 mm-hmm. carries, 197 mm-hmm. yards with a long of 47 and two tutties. That boy right there is a true 1,000-yard rusher. Salute to you, Chris Rodriguez Jr. Salute to you. Moving on, Michigan versus Penn State, a Big Ten matchup. And the Wolverines slaughtered the Nittany Lions, 41 mm-hmm. to 17. And the only reason I'm saluting these boys is because of their rushing attack. They rushed for 417 yards on the Nittany Lion defense. If if you rush for 417 yards, best believe you're getting a salute from Ed Bob because that is old school football. Salute! <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin, he got them boys playing well. First in, the, first in the SEC West. And after this win against Auburn, 48 to 34, 
I'm telling you, they had three, not one, not two, but three 100-yard rushers, okay? Let me go down the list here. Running back, Quinshawn Judkins, 25 carries, 139 yards, and two tutties. Running little back, little. running back, Zach More like Tudkins. 21 carries for 136 yards and a tutty. And we moving on to the quarterback, Jackson Dart, the perfect quarterback name. That boy, he rushed 14 times for 115 yards, along with three passing touchdowns on the day. And we're going to salute Ole Miss, and we're also going to salute those powder blue jerseys because those things are fire. I'm telling you. Very fire. I'm telling you. TCU never needs to wear those jerseys ever again. They need to burn those jerseys. God awful. They were ugly. Yeah, they're not that fire. They're not that fire. Mm -mm. But last but not least, Georgia. Number six, Tennessee. At number, they play (laughs) number three, Bama, in their crib. And let me tell you, the Crimson Tide got trampled because. Hendon Hooker, he had himself a game. That Wyatt cat. 21 for 30, 385 yards with five tutties. What do the H's in Hendon Hooker stand for? Heisman House. Let's okay? go. Because that's Let's where he's go. going at the end of this year. And I bet you're asking, who were those five tutties to? They were the one man. That man goes by the name of Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyde, six receptions, 207 yards, mm. five tutties. Mm. Quintuple that man has salute. A, a quintuple salute on the day. Breaking records for the volunteers. The volunteers ended the night with a knuckleball field goal. Over 40 yards by that boy Chase McGrath. I, I'm telling you, I thought that boy Chase almost fumbled the bag for the volunteers. When I saw that, that that kick come off of his foot, but that boy got it through. And let me tell you, that boy Chase McGrath had himself a night because if he didn't get himself some, you know what, then he messed up because that boy won the game. He beat Bama and he trampled the tide. But that's not even the best moment because the best moment of the night was at the end. I don't even know this man's name, the announcer, but you know, Everybody knows. Tennessee Perfect. rushed the field. They took down the field goals. And while they were talking, the announcer was one of the announcers was like, man, here comes Tennessee rushing the field. He's like, they're definitely going to get fined for that. You know, they're going to get fined for that. They're going to have to pay a price. And the other announcer came through. He said, that's all right, because they've been saving for 15 years. Because as we know, the volunteers have not beat the Crimson Tide in 15 years. So all I got to say Hendon Hooker, Jalen Hyatt, and them boys, and the volunteers, they did their thing yesterday. Salute to them. And that is the end of Saturday Salutes. Thank you. Well done. Well said. And along with that, it's time for POWs. Well, I guess it goes without saying, I don't really need to see my name. Can I say I'm sorry first? I got to apologize real quick. Ed, Bob, I didn't know you were doing a thing, and I, and I like, wanted to chime in and riff, and you were doing a thing, and my bad. 
You just gotta go with the flow. That's how it happens, man. I mean, you know, salute to Ed Bomb Salute, even though I can't hear him. Now for the Sunday, sorry. Oh no, my battery's gonna die. So my power's my computer's changing its power. I think this is where I gotta go. No, wait, wait, wait. Go Don't you wanna know where Georgia is? Don't you wanna know where Georgia right is? Now. Go fucking dogs. There's Don't you wanna know where Georgia is? Oh, 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 oh. I I swear to oh, God, I will move Georgia oh, down on oh, this list right oh, now if you don't stay oh. on and hear where they're at. Okay. <laughs> okay. Things might need to change on my list. Classic DC. Things might, well, things might need to change out. here Let's on my list. Let's get the PCS going. This is the PCS. So on the outside looking in, and the only one that I maybe have an eye on here, so there's an asterisk on the team that might be for real because they're still undefeated. But they're not. I don't think they're going to make any, any for real noise. But I'm just saying. Oklahoma State, Oregon, and Syracuse is that team that you know you have to keep an eyeball on because they're undefeated right now. They had a big win over NC State over the weekend. You know nothing to sleep on at number ten with a devastating loss with a for real offense, but a defense that is not for real whatsoever. The UC- USC Trojans mm. dropping one to Utah State. Utah, that's that- got that's Utes. gotta hurt, Jeff. Mm-hmm. That's gotta hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, we already mentioned them a little bit, and we talked about Quentin Johnston and them boys. You know, we could also throw Dugan in there, their their quarterback. You know, playing with a lot of heart. Looks like he hurt his shoulder a little bit. But at number nine, TCU, the Horn Frogs. Horn Frogs. A team that was able to get it like, done against the Utes that nobody thought was for real. That's slightly looking like they might be for real because DTR is him. UCLA at number eight. Uh, we mentioned the powder blue being five. We got Ole Miss at, in at number seven. Number six, you know, they, uh, they're they only here because they're undefeated and because of reputation on who their coach is, but Clemson. You know, because I'm not really sure if they're that for real or if they just, you know, because of luck of division, you know, some wins Something's, here and there. Something's going on over there, Clemson. They got, they're, they're getting the running game going and, and their defense is starting to come around. Big win over the weekend over Penn State. We already talked about it a little bit with Ed Bob's uh, Saturday Salutes with Michigan in at number five. At number four, I I still don't think you can discount this team being a top four team. They were down 28 to 10 in this game. They came back to almost win this game with a quarterback who probably shouldn't have been playing the whole time. That quarterback is for real. Whoever, you know, whatever draft he enters, he needs to go number one because he's the real deal, uh, Bryce Young, Alabama at number four. Roll you know, uh, At number three, Ohio State. Their running back situation there is completely insane and completely nasty. They have two dogs in there at Ohio State. Speaking of dogs, they were going to be number one in the PCS, but then someone had to hop off at number two because of what happened with Kent State, the Georgia Bulldogs. In at number one. Because in order to be the man, you got to beat the man. And because Hendon Hooker is that man. Tennessee, the volunteers, Bull Tide, as they're going to start saying nowadays. That is Powell's Championship Series, the PCS for the week. Let's get into third down territory here, boys. Third and goal. Oh, hold on. That was terrible. Third and goal. Oh, that was even worse. All right. Let's five more tries. Third and goal. There you go. Take that one.
Where do I have it written down? So I'm flipping through my notes here. Third down. We're getting back into some for real or for real, for real talk. Starting off with the Giants and the Ravens. We said that would be a real for real okay. or. I'm sorry, pal. I started to cut you off. We're trying to talk about football here, you know, NFL. But what are we talking? Do we know anything? Did you guys see football today? Football's not real. Mm-mm. What happened today? Terrible games today. Honestly, like I didn't like any of the matchups at all. I was not a fan of any of the earlier matchups I other mean, than Bill's Chiefs. The Steelers beat the Buccaneers. I mean, it, the Saints had the Bengals on the ropes for most of the day. Um, I mean, Jamar Chase took a, a 10 yards, uh, 10 yard out that should have been just him stepping out of bounds and went 70 yards for Burrow. Um, you know, uh, that that's an amazing talent to have with Jamar Chase. But I mean, do, do we know anything? I mean, we'll, no, you've got the Falcons beating the 49ers. Yeah. You've got, I mean, the Colts come back to Fal- beat the Jags. I'm going to say this on record right now. Okay. Falcons are, I'm not saying that they're good, but they're sneaky good. And mm, okay, wait, wait, Falcons, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. No, no. no this let, was let this Falcons was already on record from last week for me when I I mentioned the, the Falcons, Falcons find, as a team. Let the Falcons yeah, yeah. find them their right quarterback in the next couple of drafts. The Falcons are going to be a team to reckon with in the next ten years or so. I'm telling you, they got a little something going on there down in Atlanta. I already, I and I already pointed this out with Mariota and them boys. I said this last week at Bob. Yeah, Mariota's not the guy, though. I know, but you know what? He's a he's doing a, a, a good job to show you know that hey, with the right talent that you can get in here, you know, plug in the right pieces, you'll you'll be okay. He's a but, great uh, bridge. But say, some, say, this loud. say this out loud, guys. The the Matt Ryan led Colts have a better record than the Lamar Jackson. Eddie Ice. Yeah, and you know what we and and you know what, even though the Ravens lost today, Cap, I I don't think it kicked them out of our rankings of for real. Okay, so we weren't sure if they were for real or for real for real, and now I just think they're for real. And the Giants have also proved that they're also for real. So now we know that those two teams are for real. I have a take, and I need your guys' uh, feedback on it. Um, are the Ravens coaching staff? Um, sabotaging Lamar Jackson's season so they don't have to pay him. Hmm. Uh, well, you already know me and the black quarterback, so. See, here's the thing. I have my with, theories with that. With with that comment, though, Capo. At minimum, they have to franchise him next year. You cannot let him walk for nothing. Oh, People yeah, would be lined up around the block, going back to what Ed Bob just said. Stick him in Atlanta. They'd be done. They'd, they'd be they'd be off the chain. Oh, Atlanta God. would beg, borrow, and steal every single guy in their roster right now to go get Lamar Jackson. So there's no chance. I can't see any possibility where next season Lamar Jackson is not on the Ravens. Again, it's probably yes. under the franchise tag and not under the you know the real deal he deserves. But I cannot believe you don't look at the Ravens and say, you know what? If only Lamar Jackson was more Lamar Jackson. What are the what are the rules under the franchise tag? Because if I'm Lamar, I'm playing. I play this season fine. You franchise me next season, I'm sitting. Like I'm not playing. I'm he sitting. The, he would take the Kirk Cousins route, where Kirk Cousins got top three quarterback money. Yeah, and he will. Years, but he, and that's too expensive Cousins, to franchise. Yeah, but Kirk Cousins played on those contracts. Um, I wouldn't. 
Yeah, I mean, he shouldn't. But no, if you I, franchise me, I'm not playing as Lamar. It was actually it was a stolen take by me, and admitted I told the person I was going to steal their take. Um, but I just like that that has to be a very wacky take to think that they are uh, sabotaging it. There, it's a lot of stupidity that has happened in in the three losses. I mean, they've been behind a total of of like I don't know 27 seconds in the three losses, mm-hmm. which is it's insane. They could easily be six and zero. Oh. Um, they they were a a a legal formation away from running the clock out. Um, it, it, they've blown three leads. It all the stupidity, the, the stupidity, stupidity. Shout out the um, you know there there really is no excuse for the way that they've handled some of these late game situations. But Capo, and you it, said it right there. They've blown three leads. That again is not on Lamar Jackson. That's well, not, not at like, all, but it, it's like, falling they, on him, unfortunately. They don't do well, yes, I mean, as, as the quarterback and the leader of the team, it's totally it's gonna he's gonna get some some heat because of it. But I mean, yeah, but they don't, he, you can't look at them and say, "Got it." Again, if Lamar Jackson was more Lamar Jackson, no, I mean. And the yeah. thing is, we're we're in for real or for real for real, and this is how I view Baltimore. Lamar Jackson is for real, for real, for real. My- the Baltimore offense is oh, okay, and that's hey. only because Lamar is for real, for real, for real. So the Baltimore offense is for real. I think and all you have to say, I think the Baltimore defense about- is not for real anything at all because that Baltimore yeah. defense is terrible. You nailed it on the head. The, your first comment, and you, you you didn't even have to say anything else. I think as long as Lamar Jackson is the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens, they are for real, for real, because of how magical he is in the things that he can do on a football field. Now, are you going to have games like this where they play? Mm. But if he's the quarterback, you get in the playoffs, just watch out. I can't even give the team for real. Interesting, Cap. You're still keeping them in as for real, for real. Oh, because Lamar Jackson is just so good. Because he's so good. Okay, and I, I'm I can't, only giving him that title. I'm not. I can't give the team that. I can only give that, that to Lamar. But you said Lamar was for real, for real, for real. Yeah. And in Capo saying by you saying that, it makes the team for real, for real because they have him in at quarterback. Yeah. I think it makes and them you, just real. And you know what? I thought Kenyon Drake looked fine today on the ground. Andrews is a solid tight end. They have another tight end there that's that's also pretty decent, pretty good. Likely uh, Isaiah Likely, I got him on my fantasy team. Mm-hmm. Salute Isaiah Likely, I like him. Mm-hmm. I heard about him from from Matthew Likely. Barry. Yeah, yep. salute him. I, Matthew yeah. Barry got me on to Isaiah the, Likely. The Giants, huh? So the Giants and the Jets are both looking like they're for real. New York has two teams that are for that are collectively for real, for real because each are for real. So yeah, most definitely. I'm you know I I think I mean I I I well I don't like the Giants, so I don't necessarily worry, but taking my fan hat off for a second. I worry this is something I'm going to steal from Foxworth, which is are the Giants going to have a decent season and therefore make poor decisions to do things like overpay to resign Daniel Jones, franchise Saquon Barkley when it may be time to sort of sort of let them both sort of go and rebuild the team with the quality coaching staff they have. That said, yeah, the Giants look for real. I mean, if they're not, if they weren't in the division with the Cowboys and the Eagles, I think they'd be getting even more love around the league than they're getting currently. Wink but I think I, I was going to say, I think it's, I think a part of what it is, is uh, they, they, it is coaching that's really 
standing out for the Giants because these games, they're gritting them out and they're not like impressive, you know, dominant wins other than the win over the Packers. Um, that's why we're, we were questioning if they were for real. That's why Stu Gotts is calling him the worst. Per, he's going to start calling him the worst five and one team, but he may not start saying that after a win right here over the Ravens now, because the Ravens are a good team. Not but that the, defense. Bet, no, they're not that defense. No, that Ravens the, defense. The is defense not is good. that defense is not good. No, and I, I agree with you there. But uh, the 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 offense is a solid team, and with you know with Jack, that was a it's. It's not like a nothing win that the Giants picked up today. In the fashion they got, it was you know pretty solid, and they're gritting out wins. And I, and I agree, uh, and or, and I just agree. Or whoever the Fox for the point, sorry, I think it might have been you, Bob. No, like, that yeah. was Ant. But I, okay, but yeah. I, I listen to Foxworth as well, and I and I, I've heard the same thing. And I, I yeah, do they, they're building agree. a culture there. In 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 uh, Dayball looks like he was the right, you know. Man for the week. The the thing with the Giants has always been the last couple years, three, four, five years, they were making a lot of mental errors. They did not know when they hit a fork in the road and didn't know go left or right. They would always pick the wrong choice. And this season, they seem to be making not stupid plays, not necessarily always the best play, but certainly not making mental mistakes and not getting out. You know, no one is out coaching them or out planning them they may not have the most talent i mean they're down to their like fifth or sixth wide receiver at this point but they're able to because they have a solid base that seems to be coming from that came from day ball that they seem to be able to to build something that they might be able to sustain something from i i do i do think the coaching staff is doing a good job obviously working with what they have i i'm 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 always going to be on the questionable end when it comes to day ball because we know about the the brian issue when it comes to that 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 hiring but let's Mm -hmm. not let's not go there but you know i think the other brian could have done a a good job too because he did a good job in miami but let's move on from that i think he's definitely doing a good job coaching but i do like you said about what foxworth said i think honestly I personally would move on from Daniel Jones as opposed to Saquon, but Saquon is definitely going to want his money. So you can't pay that, especially with what they've spent in that receiver room, because don't they have one of the highest paid receiver rooms and their receivers yeah. aren't even are all out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all out. All of their top receivers are out or not even, or not performing well. So yeah, no, totally. So, so with that, unless you you're going to release those guys and take that hit, on the cap or find a trade for those guys somehow you can't you definitely can't sign Saquon because he's going to want top money but I don't know what that looks like in 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 the running back room right now you well, know the, it, they could probably make fair, something work with that the biggest problem with Saquon is his durability I mean he's been great this season but for the last couple of years he's always had injuries that has taken him out for at least a couple games a season if not a couple of years ago, he missed what, like everything but game one or game two. So I think that's where yeah. the issue becomes. He deserves the money. He just doesn't necessarily deserve the long term money. And I think that's going to be one of the problems that the Giants are going to have to come across is what are they going to do? What are they going yeah. to do as far as that goes? You'd love to and sign I, him to a two year deal. You, I mean, yeah, he's not going to take that because like some that. team's going to say, like, we're running back away and they're going to go, you know, for the highs of you're seeing at a Barkley this season. Like, right, I feel so like Saquon me- could extend. Brady, honestly, another year if Saquon went down there potentially. Like that's he's totally like, possible. That that that's definitely an interesting. Uh, that's definitely an interesting like, um, possibility. Yeah, I think Brady's done. But like, if I, if he decided one more year, Saquon could would be a huge help down there. 
I would agree. All right, so let's move on from the Giants for a second and move over to the Jets, who this week went into Lambeau Field and beat Aaron Rodgers. And they didn't win on a last-second field goal. They kicked some butt 27 to 10. And they disrespected the shit out of them, too, with the Lambeau leap, as we had mentioned, the cheesehead going on from uh, Sauce Gardner there. Uh, lots of disrespect all over, but we talked about the skill positions that this team has. We talked about all the talent they have all over the field. And you know what's crazy is you still don't know if you have a quarterback. And Stu Goss still doesn't know if he has a quarterback, but you know oh, you got definitely. a football team. And we talked about, uh, you know, Stu, the one thing we said different than from Stu is that we thought Sala was aggressive and we liked that the team was kind of adopting a little bit of that nature from him. And Stu, Stu wasn't sure if he had a head coach, but I think he might have a head coach. I mean, look, I think, you know, I, I think we can go back to what Ebba was talking about, what happened to, you know, guy out in Arizona. I think when you don't have talent, it's much harder to be a great coach. When you have talent, sometimes good coaches look great or mediocre coaches look really good. And I think you look at the Jets last year, they looked, I mean, obviously Wilson went out at one point, but they looked lackluster. They weren't really excited. They didn't really seem to have passion. And this year, you've got so many young guys, especially on the defense, who are just like, I'm going out to make plays. I'm going out. If I'm going down, I'm not going down because I wasn't sure what to do. I'm going to hit. I'm going to run. I'm going to make the play. I'm going to try to make the move. I'm going to, you know. And, you know, we saw it last week when you had Gardner, you know, on the first play, you know, get the safety out of uh, out of Bridgewater and you sort this week with what they did to what they did to the Packers. And I mean, as a Jet fan, I'm very happy. Now, I still think we have some so, some some things left to do, some building left to do. We're not there, but you know, I can't remember the last time I was four and two as a Jet fan. I think it was at least 2015 the last time they were they were this decent even, never mind this good. So, you know, I think the Jets are for real. I'm not ready to call them for real for real because that I think is jumping the gun a little bit, but they look to be a tier two team in the AFC. You've got Buffalo and Kansas city up top. I still put the Ravens just, you know, the right, best the of the second tier of groups, but then you've got teams like the chargers, the jets, the Bengals that are all sort of in a solid, solid place. Yeah. And they're all lurk, kind of lurking around there, you know, similar talent point. And then in the NFC, I don't know what to make of that Bucks loss today, but it seems like each week they're regressing and they're getting worse. But then again, Brady's like Brady always. There's been times where Brady does this and he kind of plays himself into form, into shape, and then you know they have a second stint in the other end. But uh, you know, got to keep our eye a little bit on, on the Brady thing. I think for right now the Bucks are just for real. They're just in that yeah, you know maybe second, maybe uh, third tier in the NFC. Uh, I mean, I to me, the, I don't the, think they're good. I, yeah, I don't. The, I mean, the reason that line is not good. Mm-hmm. Their, their their division is awful. I mean, yeah. Carolina is awful. The Saints to me are not good. Um, Atlanta is improving, but you know, I I think, yeah, I think I I might have to. You know, last week I was very high on the Bucks because I thought they were an awful division and I thought Brady would play himself in the form. But looking at today's game, I was not happy. They did not look good. They did not look like. They didn't look what? like they wanted to be out there. Honestly, that's, I mean, that, that was what I saw. It was just like, it was so lackluster and there was no. What did the defense the... look like? Yeah. Cause I, I didn't, I didn't pay too much attention to that game. I wasn't, I didn't watch, watch a lot of that game. So I know that the Bucks defense, that's their, 
that's their bread and butter. That's their strong point. If they're going to win games, it's going to be because of that defense. And coming into this year and even up to last week, that defense was being talked about as, you know, top notch. And they played the Steelers today. Yeah, I mean, how do you give up? You, you, you know, you had, you know, Pickett went out, Trubisky came in. Like, I, it just, to me, it was just, it was not something that to me was, it was, it, it was a very big negative to me on the Bucks and how they looked. They, they opened the game with a muff punt and gave the Steelers like uh, basically first and goal or from like maybe inside the red zone and uh, Steelers scored a touchdown off of that. And then, um, I mean, it was, it was a really offensively putrid game. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, Harris had 40 yards. Pickett had a couple of runs. Claypool I mean, looked really good, but other than that, there was nothing. Pickett didn't do much. Deontay Jones had, you know, both like 25, 28 yards each. It was yeah. just, I, I was really surprised with how the game ended up. Mike Tomlin pretty much outcoached uh, the Bucks head coach because that's yeah, what Mike Tomlin yeah, no. does. It doesn't matter who it is, whether it's Bruce Arians or, gosh, I cannot think of the guy's name. He's a new head coach. <laughs> um, Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles, the black coach. I know yes. Todd Bowles. Don't, I know them boys. Thing, just kill me, kill me, Ed Bob, because I can't, I can't think of it. I'm sitting there thinking in my head. I know I can't think of the fucking name. So bad on me. But anyway, just, just, yeah, no, it's just I, I was it, I was disappointed in the Bucks today. I mean, you know, and but look, I'm telling you, that boy Tomlin, them boys, he got them boys and they are not blinking at all. He's I don't know. I You can give him anything to work with. And Tomlin, Tomlin should Tomlin, never get fired. He Tomlin should gets never the get most fired. At, the, Tomlin gets most out of his out of his players every single week, every single season. I mean, look. When you look at organizations, you look at Pittsburgh Steelers, where they have three coaches in 50 years. I mean, that's insane. That's insane. But they've hired great, great hires and, and Tomlin. I mean, come on. Never had a losing season. And and just, just giving him the grace to have a mm-hmm. not great season. Yeah. Especially as a black coach. Like, they don't get that. Like I said, Steve Wilson got fired after one year, as shitty as a year as it was. One year. And he yeah, had and he was Josh given nothing. Rosen, Rosen, Rosen Josh was... Rosen. And where is he now? No place. So it's like you like just get, give him something to work with and let him yes. prove himself. And like, like I said, what what's the worst that Tomlin has done? It, ha- it hasn't been great. They didn't make the playoffs, but he's here. They it's just stability, like organizational stability. stability That's another yes. thing Foxworth talks about, which is huge. Yeah, organizational stability is 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 so important it really is all right guys so before we wrap up here let's get into a little bit of a touchdown touchdown here with uh some way too early wagers for next week uh i got four games for us to pick from i don't have any of the lines on them so if anybody wants to look these up as we you know kind of go along you know, be my guest. But the first game that we're all, we're all going to be picking here is going to be the Giants versus the Jags next week. I just, so I just want to. I just kind of want. I just want to know for sure. Things, sorry, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, was go ahead. Say, I, I just want to know for sure that the the Jags aren't really all that. So. So, so the opening line from DraftKings has the Jags as minus two. 
Yep, minus two. So they're even they're even not looking at the Giants as necessarily for real. Um, yeah, so I think it's how is that line? That is a terrible line. Where are they, well, where are they playing that game? Are they playing play- in Jacksonville? It's got to be in Jacksonville, right? I'm assuming. I, that, yeah. Wait, I no. would say that's just a, that's got to be a gimme. Like that's just got to be an either or. And if it's Giants, you got to give it to the Giants with yeah. the way they've been playing. That is a disrespect to the Giants. I'm, I'm taking the Giants. There's I don't no even like the no, Giants. Cap, the Capitals and Giants. Giants, and that's disrespectful to them boys. I mean, their only loss is to Dallas, but like, I'm, they they're eking out these wins. And Jacksonville is finding ways to lose games. I feel like, but I gotta go. With, I gotta take the points on that one. I'm going with the Giants. Ooh, Capo. I mean, Ed Bob also has the Giants. Ant. So I'm gonna stick up for, for our lost friend uh, Barrett, and I'm gonna go with the Jacks. And I think they'll eke out a win. Um, it'll be close. It'll be some, you know. 24-21 type crap, but just enough to uh, to give up the two and take the jack. Okay, and I am going, you know, it was great having him on today. I'm really glad he's able to join us, but uh, fuck Barrett. I'm going to the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> Jags, man. Yeah, fuck him. Uh, uh, it's, uh, it's Mike Trico and it's Barrett. Yeah. <laughs> Hopping off the way he did. Okay, our next game is going to be the Chargers versus the Seahawks. For whatever reason, I feel like Chargers be Chargerin, and then sometimes the Seahawks be Seahawkin. So, like, sometimes you have th- this battle between the two. But honestly, with how, with how much, like, Herbert's been anointed as, like, the chosen one and the prince, I'll give my pick here first. I'm picking Geno and them boys at the Seahawks because I just want to see Jeff squirm at the thought of his precious Chargers and his precious Herbert uh, losing to Geno and them boys. Uh, well, next, the we'll opening go with you, line. Ant. I mean, the opening line is is Chargers minus seven, and I mean, I'm sorry, Geno's cooking. So I just the Chargers may win, but they're not going to cover by seven. So I'm going with the Seahawks as well. All right. Uh, what, what do you about, got, Ed Bob? What's a you, Ed Bob? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all already know. That boy Gino is cooking. They talking about let Russ cook. That boy Gino is cooking. He took over the mm-hmm. grill because that boy is frying it up right now. Gino got this dub. Okay, they over here thinking who are they playing again? They think that they can take them them boys out. I don't think so. Gino, I think Gino's on a roll. He's getting comfortable with those receivers, and the Chargers be charging. I. If you listen to LTC, you already know I'm not a I'm not a Josh Herbert guy. Like he he gets all this praise and he really hasn't done anything but Charger his whole career. He like I if if I didn't know any better, I would think Philip Rivers is still quarterbacking for that team because the results are still exactly the same. Um I got I gotta go with Gino. I gotta take the points again, man. Gino, he's gonna, he's gonna do it. Okay. Uh, Capo, what say you here? Finish strong, buddy. I guess. I don't know what I'm saying. That. Sorry. I'm riding with my Gino Stone. Stone. Oh, he's going with his Gino. If you listen to PPG, Gino Stone. Yeah, Gino Stone. Oh, look at that. All across the board, we all got the Seahawks taking out the Chargers. Wow. Who would have thought at the beginning of the year, huh? Salute okay. to Jibs. Next game that I have for us here, 
Uh, oh, let me. Oh, sorry, Ant. I just saw your message right now. Um, so we have here we uh, we have the Browns and Ravens and the Packers and the Commies. So uh, so I got that for you real quick okay. there. Senior James. We'll start with the Browns and the Ravens. Uh, and we're gonna start with uh, Capo since this is his team. Let's open the lines too, Ant. So we got Ravens minus six. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't even matter what the line is because I'm taking the Ravens. They're either going to win the game themselves or they're going to beat themselves one way or another. So I'm taking the Ravens. <laughs> okay, he's taking the Ravens. Uh, let's see, I'll go, let's go Ant next. Who do you got, Ant? So yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna stick up for Lamar Jackson and I think they're going to have a bounce back week and I think they're going to absolutely kick the crap out of the Browns. And it's going to be ugly, and it's going to be ugly early. That's my take. Ed Bob. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, we all went the same last pick. I don't want to do it this time, but there's no way Lamar is losing to the Browns. He's not getting dis- disrespected by Jacoby Brissett. And if they do, John Harbaugh might have to go. So I'm going with the Ravens and Lamar on this one. I'm going, you know what, and just because I think my fantasy team also needs a bounce back here, I'm going Browns. Wow. Nick Chubb and them boys. Oh, dude, he's so fuck. He's so awesome to watch run that football. I'm going Browns. I think they're going to, I think they're going to have a bounce back game and they're going to expose more of that Ravens D and show something that needs to be solidified there. Okay, our last game that I have here for us, and what are the, what's the line with Packers and Commies? Wow, this is this is a very crazy game. I can't believe, I can't believe we're actually taking a commies game. Um, the spread is Packers minus five and a half, which just seems crazy low when you think of the Packers and Aaron Rodgers playing a team like the Commanders. But with how Aaron Rodgers has been playing, maybe it's not so crazy. I don't and know. That's why what? I'm going first, and that's why my pick in this game is the commies. I think that they're going to embarrass Aaron Rodgers because the coaching has been pathetic that they have with him on there. The skilled position players, pathetic. Aaron Rodgers himself as a game manager, pathetic. I'm going with the commies in this one. Uh, whoever wants the floor next. Ed Bob, you look like you want to give your take off, so go ahead. Um, not a commies fan at all, you know. So, um, got Aaron Rodgers in fantasy. He's been letting me down. And I, I can't. I, I don't I never thought I'd say this I can't trust Aaron Rodgers right now but I don't think we've ever been able to trust Carson Wentz and if you saw his face before that pregame before Thursday night that's that man is dead inside those comments from Rivera really really hurt him so I'm I'm gonna trust the Packers to pull this one out okay uh Ant so I, I'm going to go with a similar conclusion like Ed Bob did, but I'm going to say that Wentz had his game today or this week where he bounced back, where he showed that he was not completely a, a schmuck. Um, and I think the Packers are going to win next week because of that. I just don't, I just, I just, I'm not ready to fully write off Aaron Rodgers yet in the regular season. Playoffs a different story, but in the regular season, I still think he's, I still think he's got too much, too much pride to, to lose to the Washington Commanders. I just don't think it's going to get there. 
Hmm. What about you, Kappa? Where are you? So, for every game Carson Wentz loses, he, or he wins, he will lose the next game. That's just how Car- Carson Wentz rolls. It's, his, it's been his rule for a long time. Um, I don't know why he started it in Kiwi, but he just, anytime he wins, he then loses. Um, that being said, Aaron Rodgers, um, he's known to have a little bit of success in Washington. Um, he led a kind of brief, you know, charge on January 6th. Um, it didn't really turn up that much, but I believe he still will get the job done in Washington. Mm. Yes, of course. <laughs> how, how could we forget that? So you're going to Packers as well. Yeah. Okay, so Cap also has the pack. Look at that. All right. Well, that's our way too early wagers for this week. Uh, thank you for joining us here on Zero Coverage. I think that's going to do it for us. You got your host, myself, and Ant, you know, hey. coast to coast. Always going to be uh, bringing you some decent, uh, absolutely no relevant coverage whatsoever to the NFL or college football. But Ed, Bob, and, and Barrett making their debuts tonight as a part of our uh, Legion of Zoom, you know, our, our buddies talking Tuddy's team. You know, the Cowboys right now are down 7-0, uh, but I think they're right where they want to be in this game. I think they're, they're, they're still in it. So, uh, Ed, Bobby, any, any final words, departing words? Uh, you know, I just got to say salute to all of the Saturday salutees. And I talked too much today, and, you know, I'm just here for a good time, not a long time. Excellent. Capo? So, oh, Capo! Sorry, joining us from Baltimore, Maryland, Capo. Thank you, uh, everybody, for uh, listening. Uh, sorry for being vulgar, but join us next week when we debut a new segment, exposing the D. Hey, yo! The Cowboys just turned that over. What the hell, Cooper Rush? Damn, you're ahead of me. I'm sick. I'm mad now. I ain't even <laughs> see it. Yet.